Thanks, Paddy. Brilliant. Uh, morning, everybody. <clears throat> Everyone okay? It's a special day, uh, a day with an element of, ah, uh, but also of great celebration because we are just going to commission the interns as they come to conclusion of their year with us uh, this year. So I'm going to invite up uh, Amy Curran, Gemma Legg, Ben Adams, Dylan Williams, and Samuel Hopgood. Why don't you guys come up here? Guys, I mean, look how cool. Girls are in floral dresses. Boys are in shorts. Come on. You're doing so, so good, guys. What teamwork to coordinate that. Um, I just want to also say uh, a huge welcome to Team Curran at the back, Team Williams here, uh, Team Hopgood over here, Team Leg over here, and Team Adams over there. So, uh, so great to have you, um, parents and family, uh, with us this morning. Um, we, I'm going to ask these guys two questions. The first is, um, where is God leading you onto next? And the second question is, what is the main thing God has done in your life this year? And we've all been able to witness them both online and also in person. They've been absolutely superb. I'm going to say a few nice things uh, about them uh, in a minute. Um, but let's just catch a flavor of where they're going on to. Um, and then I'm going to say a couple of things, then we'll ask the second question. Uh, so, Dills, what's happening with you, my man? Uh, I am, I've applied for Bible College at St. Melitus, which is exciting. And then also trying to get the process of ordination started. Woo! I love, 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 love. It's so exciting. I need to be, I love what they're all doing. But I'm excited because the C of E has sent people away until you're at least 52 and have lots of white in your hair color uh, before they allow you to serve the Lord. And this guy at, what, what are you about, 12? Um, is, is going on to offer his life to serve the church. It's so exciting. So praise God. Now, come on, man. I just feel like that. Um, so Samuel, Samuel, what a gift to us, um, came to us having just come to know Jesus last summer. Um, Samuel, what a joy it's been to have you amongst us. Um, where is God leading you on to? Um, so I've been accepted um, by YWAM to do a DTS in Kona in Hawaii for six months. So you are going to suffer for the gospel in Hawaii. Come on. I mean, it, some of us have a cross to bear, don't we? Don't we? It's so good. Really excited. When does that, when does that start? Uh, 30th of September is the start date. Terrific. Well, um, so exciting. So we're going to hear, hear a bit more from you in a moment. Um, ben, how are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. <laughs> where, are you, where are you going on to? Uh, so I'll be around, hit these parts for a few months, and then I'm headed to um, Canada to do some discipleship and then mission work. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So good. Ben, when's that kicking off? Uh, that'll be January 2022. So I'm around for a few months if you want to get coffee with me or something. <laughs> what, what do you need? What money? Or... <laughs> Just, yeah, I mean, you offered to get coffee for everybody, but this is your moment. You could have said, uh, you know, invite me around for dinner, whatever. 
Oh, no, Jesus provides all my needs. Come on. Come on. It's got it. Look how successful the program's been. So good. Right. Now, listen, you know, by no means least, I mean, we're going from glory to glory. We've got the power of women at the end. Um, so, girls, what are you, what are you heading on to? Um, so, I'm off to Manchester Uni because I'm going to be studying international disaster management and humanitarian response. Yeah. I don't even, don't even fully know what that course means, but if you have been on the receiving end of Gemma's supreme organisation skills, you'll know any disaster is in the process of being relieved immediately when you get your hands on it. So terrific. Fantastic. Ames, how are you? Um, what, where are you going? Where's God leading you? <laughs> Such a big question. Um, well, I've been songwriting for the past four months, and... <laughs> I'll hopefully be staying around to do that, but it's been really interesting because I had, I was looking through my journal and right at the beginning of the year were tons of prophetic words about writing songs that I only saw last week, and so I'm staying around to songwrite for a year. Wow. <laughs> That's so good. Well, I think we... I think we've all appreciated how Amy has uh, led us in worship during the past, the past year, particularly through a really challenging period to be a worship leader and to be involved in that ministry. So that's really cool. I just want to honor these guys because um, we have lived through probably the most challenging time for the Western world since the end of the Second World War. And I think this has fallen really hard on this particular age group. I'm just looking at some of the other legends around the room who have really persevered and stayed, stayed strong with the Lord so inspiringly through this time. Uh, but we, we haven't been able to do perhaps what we have done in the past. We haven't been able to send you to far-flung corners of the world. Um, we've spent long periods, if you remember, isolated at home in lockdown online. You know, the November lockdown, the January lockdown, we're never having any more, are we? <laughs> um, so I just want to honor you all on behalf of the church for standing up here, having served the Lord so brilliantly through actually a very constricted time compared to what we've known previously. But all of you, I know, have sought the Lord. You put him first in your lives. You've served him, even though there's been a lot of not much almost reward and payback um, a lot of serving him in, in the secret place, uh, behind the scenes. And I think we just want to say a big thank you to you all and honor you for the example you've been of chasing after Jesus so inspiringly this year. So should we just put our hands together and just honor these guys? I hope the length of that tells you something about how much appreciation and love and respect there is from the church for you guys. Um, I'm going to ask you the second question. What's the main thing God has done in your lives uh, this year? I mean, I know you're going to refer to early morning Sunday prayer. I mean, that's just, I know it's just, I mean, you can actually come once you finish this if you want. 
You know, you're so welcome every week. You know, once in the family, always in the family, you know, all of that. Um, but um, so the question is, what's the main thing God has done in your lives during the past year? Dylan. Um, I think for me, because I started at quite a, like a zero level of faith, I, was, I came in wanting to just find out more about what a real... Do I hold it or no? Probably not. Oh, yeah, COVID. Um, but like just learning how to live faith in every day and just as a lifestyle. And also, like, finding what I feel is my calling. Incredible. Praise God. Yeah. Samuel, what's the main thing God has done in your life this year? Um, I'd probably say when I came in so kind of fresh, um, still slightly confused at what was going on, uh, I'd say the biggest thing that... God's done for me is just give me firm foundations in my own identity um, and knowing how the Father sees me has just helped so much with how I see myself so um, yeah Ben same for you what's the main thing um, I think the main thing that God's done for me this year is basically just showing me that life is all about just knowing him that it's not really about COVID or about what job I might get or, you know, about what might happen in the future. It's just about knowing him. And out of that, everything will flow, basically. It's, you've you spent quite a bit of time on the desk back there and helping us brilliantly with some of the tech stuff. What's been your approach? Because Paddy was telling me you absolutely dropped it like it's hot at the newcomers thing about just your, your approach to that and what God's been doing. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, I so I, in the hit, sort of heat of the lockdown, I spent about maybe four months on the what Karen's doing today on the on the projection uh, each Sunday, um, and it was my favourite thing to do because I would encounter God in the most radical ways, just sitting at the back in the chair, and like I love like you know drumming and stuff, but um, when you're on the stage or whatever, you get oh you know good job, nice one, but you don't get that when you sit at the back, and then I had to find my worth through him rather than through how I might receive from people. And I think that he just, yeah, it was just amazing, like in, encountering his love through serving rather than through receiving from people, but just receiving from him and then being able to give from that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just all with our hands, just take that and just place that into our heart just for a minute there's just a, a godly attitude um, just released over us so thanks Ben, awesome you can release your heart now <laughs> um, Gemma what's the main thing God's done in your life? Yeah I think for me it was quite unexpected but I think how to be family just because um, I've grown up in the most incredible family and would never change that but coming here I was thrown into a family from where I was used to living with four sisters I now have three brothers and I was thrown into that and had to change and adjust quickly and learn how to do family and that has been the most amazing thing of learning how to be a daughter of God and a daughter of two sets of parents and in a family church as well it's just been the most amazing thing yeah. Amy, same question for you. What's the main thing God has, God has done? Mm, he's taught me what faith looks like in the everyday. Um, 
it's, it's all well and good when you reach those highs and you receive prophetic words every five minutes and, like, I don't know, people are falling on the floor encumbered by the Spirit. That's incredible. But for me, this year has been about, okay, what does it look like to rely on God in the nitty-gritty, in the everyday moments, in the <laughs> 7 a.m. prayers? What does that look like? Um, and just to root my faith um, in what is unequivocally true as opposed to feelings and as opposed to um, spiritual highs. So, yeah, that's been this year for me. So good. I feel like we've just had five sermons in one. And I, I think just, you know, we have all, I think, just learned from what God has been doing through you that even just with a couple of sentences, you've challenged us and inspired us all the more. I would love to invite your families to just come and stand behind you and then we're going to just pray as a church and release you into, um, into the next chapter of your life. So, so do come up families um, and just gather around these guys. Maybe just space yourselves out just a, a little bit. Now, now actually, although we're commissioning these guys today, um, they've got a bit more um, stuff to do. Uh, I think next week's a monster week. The following week, they're serving on our holiday club, uh, where we've got a ton of kids from the community coming. Um, and then the following week, we've got youth conference, followed by youth mission. Uh, and that gets you to the sort of end of the first week of August. So these guys are going to be around for a bit. I think what I would say to all of you, um, once you've spent some time with us as a church, always know that you have a home here uh, to come back to. Um, this, it, this, this is God's house, it's his family, and you're always welcome. Whether you're flying and you've got loads of testimonies, or whether life's been pretty crud and you need some putting back together, just know that you, know, you can migrate back here at any time and that we love you, we're for you, we'll be praying with you and as God leads you forward. Let's stand together as we pray for them. Let's stretch out a hand towards these guys. I'd love uh, maybe three of us in a loud voice to just pray our best prayers over these five as, as they've shared what God has done and as they've shared where he's leading them into the next season.
Jesus gathered the disciples just before he ascended into heaven and they were probably similar age to you guys and he said go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them everything that I've commanded you so I prophesy over your futures never a, never a period of having some time out a period of increase in the knowledge of you, Father, an increase in walking with Jesus, that you fill their lives with the Holy Spirit. We pray at the right time you bring a wonderful, God-loving husband and a wife for each of them, that you bless them with children at the right time, and that when they get to their dying days, they would look back on a lifetime of your goodness and your faithfulness, Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you, May he turn the light of his countenance towards you. And this day and every day, may he fill you with his peace. And all God's people said together, Amen. Amen. Let's praise the Lord with our hands. Sometimes I just need to remind yourself that... Um, as a church, this is, this is what we're supposed to do. Raise up young people to, uh, in which our ceiling will not be just their floor, but their launch pad. So our prayer is continuously that you guys would go 
further, higher, wider, more than we could. Um, yeah. Right, let's stand. We're going we're gonna to worship in music. Um, unfortunately, it's still the 18th of July. Maybe our worship is limited by humming. Um, my wife isn't too excited about the restrictions lifting because then my out-of-tune, glorious voice is unleashed once again. So uh, those who are similarly like me, let's hum with, uh, with one heart, one mind. I was, just, I was just reminded, I was on a long drive, I had some worship on, and um, there was this lick going around, if you know the song, they just said, my heart is the wick, your love is the flame. So Father God, we thank you for who you are. We rejoice in the gift of this new day. Would our hearts be set on fire by your love, oh God. God, our hearts are but a wick, so may it be your fire that lights us this morning. Yeah, why don't we just start by humming out for giving thanks to the Lord in normal voice. Thank you, Jesus.
wonderful thing is that we're not just an amateur choir gathering around music we quite like to sing but we're gathered around a God who is king of all things creator of the universe he is in and through and above all things we make ourselves look silly we sing these songs we lift our hands prostrate ourselves on the ground because he is ultimately worthy of all things. He is the one who has transformed our lives. He is the one able to do far more than we expect or imagine. So in this gathered corporate posture of faith, whether you're holding out things that you ultimately know, barring a miracle, nothing is gonna change, Just lift your hand. You possess a situation that barring a miracle, nothing can change. And this is why the family of faith, we get to gather around this. So God, not only do we hope that you are able, but rather we declare and know that you are able. So we stand beside, we stand next to our brothers and sisters and say, Father, would you break through into these situations? God, you have come to reconcile all things to yourself. So Holy Spirit, have your way be welcomed in this place, be welcomed in our hearts, in our minds, in our physical bodies, would you be breaking through right now? There are situations outside of ourselves. Nothing is off limits to you, God. We do not withhold things from you, but rather say, would it be you, your power, your kingdom be breaking through in all areas, God. Let's just raise just our, our prayers in heavenly languages. Just lift up a prayer of all these situations.
And the atmosphere is ripe for miracles amongst us. So we're just going to just flow with God for a bit and just see what he wants to do uh, amongst us. Let's keep the eyes of our hearts on, on Jesus. Let's keep our hearts engaged as we worship. If you're receiving, please keep receiving. Uh, but we're just going to pay him attention as he moves amongst us and, and leads amongst us. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are the Lord and the giver of life. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, that everything comes alive when you draw near. So walk in this room in an even more powerful way. We thank you that you're resonant within each one of us. But may your anointing spirit just come into this room right now. Would you walk into this room, King Jesus? and manifest your kingdom in such a powerful, profound, life-changing way, we pray. We say we honor you and we bow before you. We worship you here. some sort of business decision to do and actually trusting God is rather difficult I think God wants to release just um, more faith in him he wants to reveal himself as the trustworthy God who you can place your life your business in his hands we're gonna we're gonna share a few words if things apply to you make it just like make your way down the front we'd love to to bless you so specifically god wants you to be able to trust him more he wants to reveal himself as the trustworthy god over your life i think god wants to release breakthrough in things like arthritis in joints maybe specifically an elbow bubbles in your joints that God wants to pop. He wants to lubricate your joints just like oil in a squeaky joint. We're going to release some guys to pray in a few moments, but we're just going to just pop a few words of knowledge um, and just flow with that for a few moments. have a sort of crushing sense which I think is just anxiety which I think God wants to exchange and replace and I'm going to give another word of knowledge in a minute um, I mean we could be open together but I'd like if that's you if you just have been waking up with a sort of foreboding crushing sense of anxiety love to just release the presence of Jesus onto you um, this morning uh, do you know when Jesus comes near, do you know what he does? He takes mourning and he turns it into joy. <laughs> he takes sadness and he turns it into dancing. He gives 
a faint, despairing spirit, he exchanges and it becomes garments of praise. That's what Jesus does. That's what Jesus does. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So um, I just also um, felt that during COVID, and this specific, during COVID, there's been a season of migraines that have come uh, to, to maybe somebody here. Um, it's not something you had pre-COVID, but over the last year, 15 months, they've just intensified. Um, so if that's you, um, then we want to pray. The reason we share these words is so that you know that God knows you. <laughs> Jesus taught us that the Father knows every single hair on our head. He knows us. And we're just wanting to declare these so that you know that the Father knows you this morning. And he releases faith for you to encounter him and to receive from Jesus this morning. I just said I just saw a picture of literally lost prodigals I think members of our family just running home just literally running home and so I just feel when God gives a picture like that there's a special a special grace a special thing that he wants to release as we pray that those who are near to us our kin um, there's a special moment where our prayers are always important but right now their breakthrough prayers so just if there's if there's do you know we, we've declared over successive years that we will become a prodigal free church no one snatched away by the devil no lives lost no one has sparks off into faith for a season and then slips back a prodigal free church and you know there's room in the father's house for all of us whether we messed it up ourselves or whether life has messed it up for us and so I just want to say now, if you've got family, would you just come and stand for them? If you've got kin, people that you know that Jesus paid for, come on. We just want to bring that under the Lord's mighty hand this morning and say that even as we gather as individuals, we know that God is the God of families and households. He's the one who unites us under him. He's the one who calls the prodigal back home without shame, without guilt, without without a bit laboring under having to pay a penalty or pay a price. He's the one who picks up his robes, who runs towards the prodigal, who falls upon them with kisses and celebrates by slaying the fatted calf. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to uh, pray now, just a fire of God, just as we minister now. Just the breakthrough fire of God that releases passion and anointing that refines. So if you're able to pray, just move, move, move among us. Just pray over a brother or a sister, maybe for a minute or so, and then move on to the next one, and we'll just have a rotating prayer team. Pour that oil of gladness over. Let faith arise. Let hope arise again. Today is the day of breakthrough. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of 
the return for the prodigal. Today is the day where we say, by the blood of Jesus, the devil has no claim on our lives or those we care for. Today is the day of restoration. Come Holy Spirit, more of you now, more of you now, more of you now, more of you now. Just right now, there's breakthrough right now, right now, right now, in the name of Jesus. It's in your heart, just receive it. By faith, just receive it now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. King Jesus, you're amongst us. We welcome you here. Be manifest amongst us. By your Spirit, be manifest amongst us. If anxiety is your thing, just look to the window. There's an open window at the front and anxiety is just disappearing out of it. <laughs> right. As the Lord continues to move, Karis just going to sing this song from God over us.
Father, we thank you that we're not just here for some spiritual highs, or like for our senses to be stimulating us to get excited, but we thank you that just as that word, that song that you brought to us, as our praises rise, doors will open. Father, we thank you that these moments that we get to worship together as a church initiate real change for the rest of our lives. Just like the interns were chatting about, this is about completely changing the way we live our lives. Pulled in right to the Corinthians and said, in Christ you're a new creation on a Sunday. This is, this is a full-time occupation. Thank you that amidst, amongst us, you are transforming lives before our very eyes. This isn't just something we read about, this is something that we are witnessing with our own eyes. Maybe for some of us that you feel like, oh, actually, this isn't that groundbreaking a moment. For many of you, this will be a day when you look back and be like, gosh, this was a day when I saw God transform so-and-so's life, right? You were there that moment when God kick-started that move, right? What a privilege, what a joy it is to be part of God's family, God's people. of our weekends and into our work, Lord. take a seat 
James is going to... I don't know if we completely are. Um, um, I'm not going to do a sermon now. Um, we're going to need to collect children in just a few minutes. And our, our priority as a church is the presence of God. That's how we're pursuing our vision. That's how 2033... <laughs> Um, that's how 2033 is established as we yield our hearts as we make room for him uh, and we love to teach there's tons of it on our YouTube channel uh, if you would like an erudite sermon we just finished a, a fairly lengthy series on the prophetic um, we love teaching uh, if there's anything we've learned through COVID it's how important it is to get into the Bible as well as, as, well as prayer so that's, that's without question for us but when God is moving, then all bets are off and we have to give priority to making room for his presence. So I'm not going to do a talk now. I'm just going to bring us to sort of conclusion, really. Um, and I'm, then I'm going to just leave us with um, a song of worship to the Lord because he is so good, isn't he? I just, I just feel the Father's pleasure on each of you and on his church for how we've handled this time. I mean, it's been wild, hasn't it? <laughs> you know, we've missed the corporate gathering, we've missed the moments of encounter, and we've had to dig deep. And when we've had to dig deep, when you put it like that, digging deep, that doesn't fully encapsulate the moments of agony, disappointment in ourselves, loss, tearing each other apart at home from time to time <laughs> you know just all that we've lived through but there's one thing that marks out the Christian movement from every other thing it's that in death comes life in crucifixion there comes resurrection in loss there is always victory in sorrow there can always be a living hope and uh, I just want to celebrate just God's faithfulness to us and his goodness that despite all that we've lived through, here we stand and here we bow in our hearts and here we say, we're still standing, Lord. And whatever the blooming devil can throw at us and whatever the broken, fallen state of the world that can throw up a pandemic, whatever it is, here we stand. And as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. what happens in times of uh, sorrow, what happens in times of the valley of the shadow of death is that we grow so strong even though it feels terrible. And so right at the start of this pandemic I remember bellowing at the TV screen, screen that we will come out of this period stronger as a church, having grown as a church and, and I'm telling you what, that is absolutely true. We're going to gather in October at our family gathering and we've been dreaming for the next 10 years. But we're going to also, so we're going to share about that in October and, you know, just see what God wants to lead us on into post-COVID. But I just want to say we have grown in number. 
we have grown in our finances, we've grown in our small groups, we've grown in our outreach, we've grown in our worship, we have grown and you have grown spiritually. Because I'm telling you what, whatever the enemy tries to throw at you and I in the years to come, nothing will compare to this. That we will know that we can prevail by leaning into God because our roots have gone down deep and we become planted as a stream is planted next to water, as Psalm 1 tells us. We're not going to be dissuaded by the wiles of the world. We're not going to be pulled apart by church culture, which isn't kingdom. We have been refined and honed. And I tell you what, we're like a diamond being presented for the Lord, ready, polished, honed, ready for, to bring Him honour and glory for the beauty that He's formed in our hearts. At our prayer meeting this morning, it said, beauty for ashes. And that's what's happened. So I just want to say that I love you. I'm so proud of you. Well done. For those who've, there's one or two have fallen away, you need to know that the prayers of this church are unceasing for their restoration. If you're new amongst us, we're going to teach you all that we've learned, but not to go back to where we were, but because God is preparing a glorious bride to transform this land. We are not returning to the church we used to be pre-COVID. But we're preparing for kingdom breakthrough like never before. I'll let Louise share this in full properly, but um, last week as we were surrendering to the Lord, she felt that the Lord is giving us crowns, but it's time to get our crowns dirty in the next season. And we're the ones who God sends to find darkness. We're the ones who God sends to bring light. We're the ones who God sends to adopt the orphans into families. We're the ones who God sends to depression to bring joy. We're the ones who God sends to intense fear to bring the love of the Father. And so get ready, team, because we are going to burst out of this period. Not in our own strength, not through emotion, not through enthusiasm, but we're going to burst out of this period sent by the power of God to go and bring glory and honor to Jesus Christ. There's one thing I need to make you aware of. is that I don't know what next Sunday is going to be like but we're going to do a couple of things we're going to worship and we're going to have an extended period of thanksgiving and testimony in the Old Testament whenever God did stuff whenever he, he came and he encountered and he met whenever he delivered them they built an altar to remember what God had done and to talk about it to future generations. So we're going to build an altar with our thanksgiving and our testimonies next Sunday so that we'll be able to say, do you know what? The whole world drowned in a pandemic, but God did this. And we're going to bring in thanksgiving and testimony. So just get ready with, with how you want to honor him with the fruit of our lips next Sunday. And we're going to do that. I'm just going to finish by 
I don't know, humming, singing in the spirit, doing whatever you need. But one of the, one of my just most favorite bridges is you are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You know, true worship is about recognizing who God is, not on our terms, but on his terms. That he is perfect in all of his ways. And we're going to worship him and give him thanks as we close this morning. So, Paddy, come up here. Would you just pray over the church and bless these guys to have an awesome week. Thanksgiving and testimony in a week's time. The week after that, we're going to have a picnic together. Feed the 5,000 on Chanctonbury Ring. Bring a friend. We're going to get outside. Paddy, just pray over us and then I'll pray a blessing. Yeah, Father, we thank you for all the truths that we've been declaring today. Whether it be in our prayers, in our in the worship sung over us, Lord. Thank you that the same God that we sing about, that we direct all our prayers to, is the same God who dwells within us, dwells amongst us. So we thank you for the words that we're about to sing, that you are perfect in all of your ways. And the manifest, tangible, world-changing, holy, pure blessing of God Almighty, the unction of the Most High, of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May He rest on our lives. As our Bible reading from today said, may we be radiant at the goodness of the Lord. May Your blessing rest upon us and send us to worship You in spirit and truth and in word and deed. And all God's people said together, Amen. Chanctonbury, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ.